You are listening to The Fit Founders, a business fitness collaboration podcast for business founders and fitness enthusiasts. Welcome, everyone. I'm Zach Miller alongside my co-host, Jess Horton. Hey. So why mesh business and fitness? It's simple. The healthier you are in your life, the easier it is to get through your business day. Jess is the owner of The Fit Petite, an online platform dedicated to helping people live a healthy lifestyle. She has over 20 years fitness experience and runs more than a dozen races a year. Jess is also a running coach that specializes in folks new to running or those who are out of the habit and are getting back into the grind. Glad to be here with you, Zach, the king of Hatch, who is a marketing firm that specializes in validating and growing early stage companies in many industries, including technology and innovation. Together, we are the Fit Founders. In this edition of Fit Founders, we have Todd Bowen, author of High Speed Health, and he will be discussing his ventures into being a desk jockey. Join us. All right, we're here, episode five, Fit Founders. We got the Fit Petite Jess Horton in the house. Happy Friday. She is five weeks away from the Harbor Lights Half Marathon. And so are you, Zach. We are getting close. It's going great. A lot of ups, a lot of downs. Got some personal records in there. I've ran eight miles before now. Before four miles was, was all I had done. And this is pretty... Pretty wild. You're on your way to your first double-digit run. That's going to be a huge Next week. Not today. Let's Next week. Let's not push week. it. Let's not push it. Maybe we'll do 11 today. No. Follow the plan. Man, I hate plans. <laughs> uh, so, and you know, what's exciting about this is I've become my own desk jockey out of this. And right. so uh, the term desk jockey has been coined by our guest today, Todd Bowen, uh, who is the author of High Speed Health, uh, a book uh, that I have recently read that uh, is really exciting. Uh, and it's really about those who are looking to help their body, uh, but in immediate fashion and not have to wait for that doctor's office visit to come or to spend hundreds of dollars uh, or thousands of dollars on on things that may or may not actually uh, get diagnosed the uh, correct way. So Todd, thanks for being with us. Good morning. Thanks for having me. So Todd, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, and, and how you coined the term desk jockey. Uh, the term's actually been around for a little while. Um, I actually just really resonated with it when I heard it. Uh, I've been an athlete all my life. I've also sat at a desk all my life. Um, the combination of those two things uh, pretty much led to some of the worst injuries I've ever had, believe it or not, sitting in a chair, using so, a mouse. So your athletic... Um, background began when and what are some of the accomplishments that you've done throughout the years? Uh, when I was a little kid, obviously swinging a baseball bat, swinging a golf club, and it was in my family before I was born and it just stayed there. Uh, when I got to college, I uh, got into running and weightlifting. Uh, a couple things that just um, uh, expedited the repetitive strain of things like uh, sitting at a desk, sitting at a computer. Uh, having bad posture, and you're currently in your mid 30s, so you've so your you know strong athletic days have passed you, but you're currently still doing a lot of athletic stuff, kind of on the sand, doing beach volleyball, correct, and a couple other things. Yep. Um, so you got you said you were three when you first started kind of your athletic career. Is that what you said? Uh, 
If that, yeah, if hitting a, uh, if hitting a, uh, a wiffle ball with a golf glove counts, definitely. Starting them early. <laughs> Starting them early. So over 30 years of, of you know, athletic adventures, and then I guess over the last 10 or 15 years, you've really sat down uh, as kind of your uh, stereotypical cube job where you, you sat there and just typed on the computer, or yeah. maybe in your case, typewriter. Um, I'm kidding. I'm, yeah. kidding. I'm kidding. I know with Jess, she's definitely a typewriter. Typewriter, type of girl. typewriter yeah. girl. Yeah. I will date myself here. I did learn how to type on typewriter. I did too. Right Same at the here. end. Right yeah. at the end. There. I was there kidding. Was a class in school for me. I'm uh, not kidding. We used whiteout in my days. No. <laughs> so you and I have talked a little bit about you know sitting at a desk and how that can affect you. There's people listening to us today that are probably sitting at their desk. And, you know, Actually, we're sitting at our desk. We're sitting, we're sitting, well, at table. We we're sitting now. <laughs> Some of us have probably already worked out today or are going to. Um, maybe the people listening don't have the luxury or the second. time. Was that a dig? Was that a dig at me? Wow, it I wasn't. Like, but I, if you're feeling guilty about something, uh, now we know. Now, now we know he doesn't really do what I tell him to do. At least not at the times. Right. So, you know, they're probably sitting at their desk now and they're yep. thinking – Oh my gosh, you know, as I'm listening to this, my, my hip is hurting, my knee is hurting, right. my, my foot is hurting, like, ooh, ooh. This, these are common things. Um, and it's become maybe the norm for them as they sit and type or work or drive right. in their car. And they probably don't realize that these are things that can be fixed. Definitely, definitely. And it was the norm for me for many, many years um, until about four years ago. Um, I just uh, took about uh, eight to ten months, quit running, quit weightlifting, uh -huh. which was difficult. Totally very, very just difficult. cold turkey stopped everything. And just totally wow. switched over to things like hot yoga, stretching, yeah. uh, eating better. Yep. Um, so I'd say definitely it's uh, it's all about the balance of uh, muscle health. Like For example, somebody could sit at a desk all day and they could go run a few miles. Mm -hmm. Sounds great and all, but if you're not doing it correctly, if you're not fueling your body properly, it could be uh, you know, a path to destruction. Was there a come to Jesus moment four years ago that made you do that? Or, or yep. what? Yep. Uh, so beach volleyball, I'm not sure um, how familiar you guys are with it, but mm -hmm. uh, it's a very tough sport. Um, Do you play on, two or fives? Uh, twos. Okay. A lot of impact on your body up and down. And yeah, it, it's it's a little bit different. Like it's 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 a lot of impact, but it's not like a hard impact on your feet. Right. So it's a, it's a strenuous day, right. but it's not like running on concrete. And so, it's a so long day because I've seen you guys yeah. down there at the oceanfront play. I mean, these tournaments go if you're good like in your case you're out there all day long very long day right. sometimes so uh it's exactly what happened to me four years ago um i typically didn't have much pain at all playing volleyball it was like the one thing i could do on the sand i couldn't mm -hmm. run i couldn't lift weights anymore without chronic knee tendonitis um until one tournament i played seven games on, wow. a, sa on a saturday um and they were spread out pretty pretty evenly it was a long day but they were spread out nicely so it's not like we were killing ourselves out there right we've had days where we played 10 or 11 games in a day mm -hmm. And, um, and you probably feel fine maybe during the day. Is exactly. it the next day? Well, the adrenaline really, is pumping. Right. Next, morning, you're next morning. Right. So that day where we played seven games, you know, like I said, I'd played 10 or 11 games before with no pain at all. I played seven games that day, and the next day I could not walk. Like, it was wow. terrible. It's so bad. That was the day. It was, it was an August tournament. It was the end of the summer. I said, that's it. No more volleyball, running, weightlifting until I get this thing Got to switch out. it up. Or at, least, or at least get on the right path. Like, obviously, injuries like this have taken years and years to accrue. Right. Get, get to the point where they're at. At least get yourself on the right path and get in the right direction. Well, it's a lot of wear and tear on your body. And I know we've spoken here before about getting that perfect combination of, like you said, maybe it's running, maybe it's weight training, maybe it's mm -hmm. yoga. you got to create that own perfect storm for your body. Exactly. I know last night I was running, and we went straight from a running group 
with the JNA training team into a hot house yoga class. And it was the best thing to kind of end yeah. out the week and stretch out. And I woke up this morning feeling good. Wait, your weeks like end on Thursdays? They do, except for today. We're here. <laughs> oh, your business weeks. Right. I thought you meant your training. I was, I was like, man, let's, let's Heck start no. that. no, no, no. In, in the perfect world. No, no, no. And, and so I've read the book. Um, really enjoyed it. What I, what I liked about it is a lot of it is is by using tools that are readily available to you. Yes. A foam roller, you know, you can get online for a couple of bucks a lacrosse ball, even just some of the gestures and the way you sit, maybe taking some cardboard and the ergonomics behind the way you sit and having your feet up, uh, the way you sleep. And what I think they're the, the best piece of knowledge to the book is almost everything is very uh, action-based and, and ready to implement. Um, and it's, it's, it's tremendous for those that uh, are looking for uh, easy-to-implement things instead of waiting for your doctor, you know, six to eight uh, weeks down the line. Exactly, exactly. Um, there's a part in the book where I talk about how uh, uh, you know doctors are just overwhelmed with uh, the amount of patients and, and, and the difficulty it is in solving their problems. You know, uh, a lot of it revolves around muscle health, mm -hmm. right. um, which is pretty much pretty difficult to diagnose, much less fix. Um, so um, uh, one of the things I talk about in the book is just looking at your body as a whole. Like if you've got a if you've got a bad knee. As opposed to taking some type of uh, anti-inflammatory for that knee, you know, uh, why don't you focus on your quad or your hamstring or uh, maybe take a hot yoga class to, to focus on your body more as a whole as opposed to just looking at that knee. I know it's hard because that knee is what hurts. You know, you're so focused right. on it. You feel that pain coming out and you want to fix it. But uh, I just talk about in the book uh, many, many ways to uh, look, at your body, look at your health as a whole. So you talk a lot about body awareness and... You know, I think that m most people understand where their bodies are at any given point. You know, what kind of pain should you, what's pain, what's just from working out. I know that um, when I go through things, you know, I'll ask you now, now that I've read the book, or I'll ask Jess, okay, you know, my knees, you know, I just ran eight miles, my knees feel really tense. Right. Uh, and, and, you know, should I be icing them? You know, and, and uh, Todd would say, you know, just give it a day or two, let those muscles kind of ease out, uh, and uh, maybe, you know, go to a hot house yoga, where Jess might say, go on a short run, stretch it out a little bit more, you know, and I, what I like about it is having two ways to do the same thing. Jess wouldn't say that. What would Jess say? <laughs> Jess would say rest? Jess would say the ice situation, too, because you want to get that inflammation down. Mm -hmm. um, if there's and, inflammation, definitely. Right. If it's a, if it's a tendonitis type of issue or a flare-up or, you know, you're, you're, you're putting your body, especially for you right now, you're putting your body through things it's never done before. So this is where we talk about, and Todd, you can jump in, there's being very in tune with your body, there's a difference between muscle soreness and mm -hmm. chronic pain. Yeah, definitely. Right? Yep, yep. The way I like to look at it is, uh, like Jess touched on, inflammation. Mm -hmm. So if something really hurts, then it probably needs to be iced. Um, if something's just really tight and uncomfortable, I would think that's when you need to get the blood flowing. How maybe, could someone self-diagnose that? Um, that's difficult. Like back in the day when I really didn't know what was going on with my body and I just felt pain. Um, to be honest with you, I had no idea. My mm -hmm. head was spinning. I was trying so many different things. Um, but now you just got to step back, take a deep breath, walk around for a while. Um, walking, I think, is, is a very underrated, <clears throat> excuse me, um, way to get moving, way, way sure. of fitness. Um, and that just, worked for me last week. Right? Yeah, ran eight sure. miles and then over the next 
you know, 24 hours, ended up walked a lot. walking probably five more additional miles. Right, as opposed to just uh, laying Sedentary. around the couch. Putting, yeah, on, a, exactly. yeah, putting right. on a, a heated blanket and just right. sitting there. Curling up. Help me. Help. Miles, help. What did she make me do? <laughs> oh, it's so painful. Right. You know what's funny? For the first time uh, on a long run, I, I ran in places where uh, I ran on like a main street. And so that might seem weird, but the way I like to run is where I don't have to go up a lot of those dips. And being right. in the city, there's a lot of those handicapped things and having to step down. Sure. And so I like to run through communities where I can kind of run on the street. Right. So my Adventuring. Last I like to call it adventuring. adventuring. Yeah. Right. So uh, this past run on on week ago Saturday, I went through the neighborhood the first part of the run mm-hmm. and was completely on the, the street the entire time, not right. having to worry about the... Um, the inclines, the you know the six-inch inclines that are very difficult to, to maneuver. <laughs> but anyway, so I get on a main a main street, and I saw one of my buddies. He beeped the horn, texted me immediately. It's and like he, the perfect timing when so, that happens, right? It's, it's great. so weird, right? And so he texts me, and then like 20 minutes later, he texts me a picture of him uh, on his treadmill running, awesome. and I was like, oh, you, God, you, this well, is so Well, he funny. inspired you probably to keep going, and, and it inspired you probably like, that's Oh, I just needed that little push to keep going. Right? I was actually hoping he would pick me up yeah. and take me to his, to his restaurant. That's what I was thinking. I was like, man, I wonder if he's going to turn back around so I can get some water. That's funny. Uh, and then someone else called me in the middle of it. And I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm running. running. He's like, well, go, get back to it. And I'm like, that's, right. that's that's the plan. Thank you so much. But So maybe I won't you know, get back in that kind of uh, facility because of uh, what it does uh, to... The, the, I guess, the run. You well, know, and, the, and the mind, too. And that goes back to kind of being in tune with your body. So, you know, it's hard, like we were saying, to kind of self-diagnose yourself. But, yeah. you know, one thing I ask my clients a lot, too, and you can probably relate to this, Todd, is, is it hurting during the activity? Is it hurting after the activity? Right. Where and when is the pain coming? Right. Because if it's a soreness that's happening the next morning or something like that, or are you trying to get back out on the street and run and, and, and you're really fine, you need to kind of shake it out, right? Right, right. Yep. Yep. So I know you and I had a little mini interview last week. You were asking me some health and fitness questions. Oh, yeah. Which was really <laughs> cool. Thanks for helping me out on that. <laughs> no, it was, it was fun to be on the other side of it for, right. for a change for me. And we talked a little bit about the lacrosse ball, which is in my gym bag at all times now. Um so tell us some of the things people can do with that, why that's just like a simple tool to kind of pick up. I know they can grab them like at running, et cetera. Right, right. Why, why would somebody use it? Who would be a candidate for that? Uh, I think the, the most important thing uh, that I've ever done with a cross ball is just put it underneath my hamstring when I'm sitting at a desk. Because uh-huh. um, if you sit at a desk all the time, uh, um, ideally you want to have balance between your quads and your hamstrings and your mm-hmm. IT bands and all that stuff. But it's hard to do for an eight-hour day. Right. Um, so hamstrings really, really get tight when sitting at a desk all day. People don't really realize it. Um, mm-hmm. If you just sit on a lacrosse ball under one hamstring for a few minutes and just get used to the stretch, it'll hurt for a while. So, oh yeah. Uh, when you, once you first start doing it, oh, yeah. um, Zach knows he's got a lacrosse ball rolling around. Somebody our table told him to get one. I don't know who that was, but <laughs> smart. Just it wasn't yeah. <laughs> so I would say just, just, just start off with that. Put a lacrosse ball under one of your hamstrings one day. See how it. See how it feels. Um, see what kind of results you get from it. Right. Switch over to the other leg. See how it's different. Or first, take a walk around after you do one leg and see. Right. Are how you much responding you to yeah, it? Exactly. Right. Well, even simpler things that I thought were interesting. Don't sit on your cell phone and wallet. Yes. Right. Yeah, it's an imbalance. You're throwing. It's absolutely true. As, yep. Let me check. Nope. 
No nice. cell phone. That's a great <laughs> tip. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that one. I'm still paying for that. Like I stopped sitting on a wallet five years ago. It's right. been five years. Oh wow. I'm literally still paying so for that. Like my this. right hip. So talk a little bit yeah, about exactly. what happens because people are probably again they're sitting there listening right now. Like, oh my god, yeah. I got a wallet in my back pocket. Tell yeah. us why that's not a good idea. Well, you talk to any chiropractor. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm pretty sure that any of them are going to tell you it's a terrible idea. What it does is it lifts up one of your hips, mm-hmm. and when one of your hips lifts up your spine curves oh yeah and it's all the time whether you're sitting in a car whether you're sitting at a desk um even when you stand up even though you're not sitting on that wallet all the time you put in sitting on it you're going to be standing crooked so you had a good piece uh how much people wonder how much water should i really uh drink and so i thought what was really interesting about what you said about water was take your weight and divide it by one and a half and that's how many ounces of water you know on your most strenuous of days um Mm -hmm. and so what what how did you come up with that number um of water for people to um, drink. That number, uh, I actually read a really good article uh, by Chris Powell, who does um, uh, probably butcher the name of his show, Extreme Body Makeover. Uh-huh. Um, uh, he, oh, okay. he is a, a really interesting guy, really popular coach. Um, one of his quotes, uh, I'm paraphrasing here, but he said 90% of people are chronically dehydrated. Yeah. Like, it doesn't even matter if you, you got, on one side, you got the people who do drink water. On the other side, you've got the people who don't drink any. And in the middle, you've got those people who are dehydrated, too, and they don't even realize it because they drink, you know, the coffee or the soda. Right. And they drink a couple glasses of water a day, but they're still drinking so much sugar and alcohol that they don't realize that they're dehydrated. Um, so anyway, I got that, um, that uh, number from an article that he wrote. Why did you write the book? Um, I wanted to write a, a, a basically uh, a book that I would have wanted to read when I was in college, just getting out of college, uh, sitting at a desk at a corporate job. Uh, basically, it was like a 125-page letter to my former self that I would have wanted to read uh, back then. Um, it, it's like a, so is that your target customer then for the book? Are you going after those people that are seniors and... In, in college that are, are maybe go into going into, you know, be a desk jockey? Is that yeah. who you're going after? Definitely, definitely. That's the beginning That's the beginning of the age range mm-hmm. um, up into, um, you know, 30 where, where they can still really uh, make the, make a few changes in their daily Before habits to avoid late. a lot of injuries. And, right. and you can do this now is what you're saying. You know, you are able to. You've been doing this for four years now. You yep. implemented these things yourself. You can you know, after your 20s, still change the way that you, you live your life for a positive impact. Exactly, exactly. It's all about um, not worrying about that one goal that's way down the road, that end goal of being pain-free. It's worrying about what you can do today to get on that path. Um, I always think about um, what can I do? Like if I'm having an off day, I'm just tired, or maybe I'm uh, beat up from the day before. Red Bull. No, definitely <laughs> not. Bull. Definitely not. Uh, oh, that's, that's in Zach's book of nutrition. <laughs> Don't read that book, kids. Put that one back on the shelf. Right. Um, if I'm having an off day, um, I'll think about, all right, I've got to do one thing today that's going to keep me on this path of, of uh, muscle health and wellness. What's one simple thing that I can do? I just do that every day. Some mm-hmm. days I'll do like four or five things a day that'll help. Well, my favorite thing after <laughs> I finish the book, and, and, I, and you and I have talked about this on a number of occasions, is each chapter is basically a, a way that there's uh, a, a pain, and then you know here's how I went through it, and here's how you can go through it too. Right. And even if you just you read the whole book, it's a very quick read. You could just learn about one thing and change it. Obviously, if you could implement several of them, you know, your body will be even in a better spot. But whether Definitely. it's the water, the way your nutritionist, the way that you uh, may do some um, 
some recovery stuff, some some pre-recovery stuff. It's just it's just really fantastic. What I what I find Thank interesting you. is he also talks about how it's okay to have cheat days. It's okay to drink. Oh, it's okay to have pizza. Right. Well, there's a lifestyle. It's not you know. I get this question a lot too. It's like, oh, you don't eat cupcakes, you don't have wine, and you don't do this. And I've seen your you face. Just, like, you know, you I'm yeah, going to do. the wine you fest do. tomorrow in Norfolk. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy a glass of wine or two. I mean, it's not a cult. Yep, she said bottle. No. I could get in a bottle, perhaps, but not, <laughs> not drink a bottle. But it, that's exactly it. And right. I think your approach, and, and, and I share this viewpoint, is, you know, it is a lifestyle. It's about being very in tune with your body so that right. when these creaks or pains kind of chime in that are different or mm -hmm. not the norm for you that you're aware of, okay, how can I handle them? Or am I getting enough water? Or maybe throw that lacrosse ball in yeah. your desk and simple things like that. You're not ridding yourself of everything, but maybe you're lowering the risk of definitely a chronic pain or injury moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. And that was really interesting last week when I was interviewing you talked about, uh, 80, 20, yep. about 80% take totally. care of yourself, um, yep. pay attention to what you eat, eat the right portions and then 20% just do whatever you want. Yep. So that's a lot of what my book is based on. Like I'm not trying to get everybody to be healthy all the time, you know, to, to, Pass up that uh, that cupcake or that beer tonight, so right. they can lose weight in the future. I'd right. rather have the beer than the cupcake. <laughs> well, I was I was being interviewed yesterday about how to eat healthy during the holiday, and it was the same thing. What do yeah. I do? What do I? And I'm like, you know, if you know there's a party coming right. up, like tomorrow, I'm very aware that there's gonna be a fun day tomorrow. <laughs> so all week I've kind of been, you know, prepping, practicing, practicing, right? right pre prepping myself oh, for that. Sorry, uh, practicing. I thought you were supposed to practice. Eating a little leaner, you know, <laughs> keeping that protein up and, you know, so tomorrow's going to be a little bit more of an indulgence day, but yeah. it's not, you're right. You have to have the balance and you want to enjoy, you know, we work hard to play a little bit hard. Exactly. Today. So exactly. you're right. And, and, you know, we've talked a lot about the book today, uh, High Speed Health. Uh, really excited about it. And for those of you listening, we got an awesome offer that we are going to be able to give you this book away for free. Uh, at what link, Todd? Uh, the link is highspeedhealth.com slash fitfounders. All right. All one word on fitfounders? Yes. And we'll have the link uh, in the description as well. So highspeedhealth.com backslash fitfounders. Uh, so you guys will be able to start implementing and diagnosing yourself uh, very quickly. Uh, Todd, for the person that might be on the fence about changing their body or being afraid, what would you say to them? Um, I would just say take one step at a time. Like I said, uh, I think I mentioned a couple times here, it's not about that end goal because that, that end goal is frustrating. If somebody, uh, whether you want to lose weight or whether you want to gain muscle or whether you want to heal pain, I look at all those three things. It's, it's uh, very similar tasks. Um, <laughs> Um, so it's all about, uh, getting started and getting on that path, laying out a path and doing, like I said, doing one thing a day at minimum every single day, whether it's go to one hot yoga class or whether it's roll around on a foam roller for 20 minutes while you're watching your favorite TV show. Like it's, it's all about, uh, balance and doing things that, uh, that are, that, that I hate to say that you enjoy doing, but things that, you know, aren't terrible for you. Stuff, right. stuff that aren't, it's not going to frustrate you when you get out of bed saying, oh, I got to do this today. I'm really not looking forward to it. The right. key is to find things not like that that help. Did you have a favorite chapter in the book? Uh, favorite chapter? I know one of my most popular chapters was uh, about hydration. Um, I've had zero water today. Have you? 
Zach. You're not making me very proud of you right now. It's been a rough morning. My, I was I would say my favorite chapter is one of the beginnings called Four and Functional. Right. Um, talks about my nephew, um, who um, he's seven years old now, but he was a runner. Uh, he started running when he was four years old. And um, it talks about uh, where we came from and um, the good posture that we had mm-hmm. and the way everything just worked functionally and properly. Right. Like, nobody taught him how to run when he was four. He just it's an ran. Eight. Right. It's yeah, just he an just ran. And, right. and uh, my mom took a picture of him once at a race from the side angle, and um, his form is just perfect. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And he, you know, may become a death jockey at some point. And yep. Who knows? Has he read the book yet? No, not yet. We'll have to remove some of the chapters, I think. <laughs> Maybe he could sign some of these copies for me. No. <laughs> so, so obviously, uh, for our listeners, highspeedhealth.com uh, slash fitfounders, that's where you can get the, uh, be able to download uh, the free ebook yep. um, that will be available. Uh, you can also just go to highspeedhealth.com uh, for just uh, uh, all of your blog posts and, and, and posts about fitness and wellness uh, and there. And then you also have some coaching opportunities mm-hmm. that you started implementing uh, recently, tell us a little bit about that and who can get involved with that. Yep, so I'm rolling out a uh, a wellness coaching uh, slash performance coaching type um, plan. Uh, two weeks ago, I got pretty good feedback. I uh, I threw an offer out there for about three people. Um, say, hey, I want to help you guys out. Who who wants some free coaching for a couple weeks so I can get my plan down? Um, got really good uh, uh, feedback on that. I'm helping out about five people. Um, my goal is to uh, you know break down specifically what they want to work on. Like I've got a lot of different categories. Um, what I like to help people with, um, whether it's running form, whether it's posture, whether it's nutrition or hydration. So what happens is uh, during the first week or two, we just take one of those sections and mm-hmm. really get down yep. to what they do, um, how I think they could change. Um, uh, if it's just an, as simple as sending them an article to read one day uh, or if it's telling them, hey, you need to do this on another day, which is a little, takes a little more time. Um, it's pretty much just um, taking it on a, uh, on a as-we-go basis to see uh, basically uh, what it all comes down to is um, creating uh, small habits to their daily, small changes to their daily habits that last for a long time. Right. I think that's great. Kind of focus on a small attainable goal that you can implement now. Exactly. And maybe you're not at the quality of life that you want yet, mm-hmm. but... You know, identifying some of these problems, get that hydration going, being more in tune with your body. Small obtainable goals. I think right. we've said that phrase every single we podcast. We love that. I, nice. I, that <laughs> is one of the things I tell my clients all the time. Zach, you hear me tell you this all the time, too. It's like, just so I can, on the one can workout. I run one mile for the next nine days instead of running nine miles today? You can run one mile <laughs> times nine tomorrow. <laughs> well, that's going to be today. So, <laughs> today. Todd, really enjoyed having you on the show today. Uh, for our listeners, again, highspeedhealth.com. And for a free copy of High Speed Health, go to highspeedhealth.com slash fitfounders. And if you guys are interested in some of Todd's coaching, you can go to T Bowen, that's T B O W E N, at highspeedhealth.com and just reach out to Todd and he will get you set up with wellness coaching there. Uh, Jess, we're about five weeks away from my first, your 100th. Yeah, really. Or so, right. uh, half marathon. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything for our viewers to think about when they're you know down that last stretch? Yeah, definitely. So this is the time now we want to start fine-tuning everything. Nutrition needs to be fine-tuned at this point. Um, start running with any hydration beverages if you're, if you're training with water. Or I know Gatorade's on the course, so start maybe training with that. If you're going to be gelling or doing any 
beans or goo you want to start implementing that to your training now so it's all fine-tuned within the next three to four weeks um you know maybe that will be our next podcast talking about how to kind of implement those last phases and in what, your, what to do in your races. do we take the water at the water stop do we not what to wear things like that absolutely yep great. so that'll be the next one that'll be episode six yep. uh and Todd, thanks again for being here. Jess, as always, it's great to have you. This is the Fit Founders. We will see you guys soon. Take care. Take care.